This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. We're going to be talking law and order this morning, and we're focusing on Murfreesboro. So don't get us off track and ask about Smyrna or Laverne or something like that. We're strictly Murfreesboro. The chief of the Murfreesboro Police Department, Michael Bourne, is with us this morning. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Did you have a good uh, Memorial Day weekend? It was a... Uh... Uh, spent some time out of town and uh, was able to take some time off. So That's good to do. Thank you for asking. Always enjoyable to sort of see different scenery. I think we all need to do that. Yes, sir. All right. If you have any questions dealing with law and order here in Rutherford County, give us a shout. And uh, Amy Denton is with us also quietly sitting in the corner. Amy, good morning. Good morning. Good to have you. And, and really in the corner back there, I think I see the top of the head of Larry Flowers. Good morning, Bart. Hey, Larry. Good morning to you. Well, let's let's look at uh, some of the things that are happening. We're starting with uh, the Memorial Day weekend, that 100-day period, that until, I guess it's Labor Day, is considered the 100 deadliest days for teenage drivers. Uh, share a little about about that period. I think that, uh, especially during this period, uh, we have really tried to uh, increase our uh, traffic enforcement capabilities. I know, and Larry's going to have to give me the date on this, we started a task force with uh, THP, uh, other county agencies, to where we're focusing on uh, those types of uh, uh, violations that cause crashes. Uh, We tried to do it in awareness. I know people have probably seen us out in groups. Uh, doing enforcement type activity activities, and uh, I get calls on those from time to time. Like, what are all those police officers doing there? Well, we're just trying to bring awareness on things like texting and driving. Uh, excuse me, I'm having to move around here. Uh, That's okay. With what we need to get well, now that we've gotten uh, past the pandemic, yeah. we need to put our extra microphone back. <laughs> we we do, and Larry just moved in uh, here, so. For those, those, those listening, we're having to do some rearranging here. But, uh, yeah, those 100 days, uh, you have to look at uh, at those. And traditionally, you know, you just have a lot of traveling, a lot of accidents. You know, it's to kick off the summer, uh, so to speak. And uh, people getting out of school. So there's a, a lot of people moving about. And uh, it's, it's good to see, especially after last year. But uh, we just want to make sure that our roadways are safe and that we're doing all we can to uh, – uh, remind people that hey, there are certain behaviors that that, that are leading causes of accidents, the distract, uh, distracted driving, things like that, that we really want people to be focused on. What can we do to reduce some of these problems with teenage drivers having accidents? 
you know, not just teenage drivers. I think it's uh, it's across the board. Uh, it's got to be a multi-faceted uh, approach. You have to look at uh, education. You have to look at uh, uh, awareness. Uh, you have to look at enforcement. Uh, there's just uh, I know that the city is experimenting with some uh, traffic calming devices and uh, certain things uh, in neighborhoods to hope uh, hopefully slow some people down. So I think it's just a multi-pronged approach uh, that you have to take in in dealing with traffic safety. So these are things you need to be aware of. And we've, we've never really come back from the increase in traffic accidents that we were seeing with the pandemic. I mean, logically, fewer cars on the road and everything. But I, I think Larry came up with the philosophy uh, about perhaps people, since there were fewer cars on the road, it was making people feel, well, there's nobody out there to hit. I'll just speed up. And they were, when they had wrecks, it was a, it was a lot worse than usual. Amy, you have some figures on that, I think. Well, Larry's got some uh, some figures here of different citations that have been issued, but uh, this past Friday, I guess that is, uh, not only were we looking for moving violations, but um, we also started our seasonal uh, click it or ticket, I guess enforcement. So, you know, we do everything we can to cut down on the moving violations, which decreases the number of wrecks. But there's been study upon study that shows if you're wearing your seatbelt, if you are in a crash, it's a little less damaging. Um, So it's important not only to drive safe, but also be safe within your car so that all those extra safety mechanisms that are built into the car can work. Um, Seatbelt keeps you in place so the airbag can work and all the other things can work to protect you. Very good. Uh, And, Larry, you had some information on that, too. Sure, sure. As Amy mentioned, on uh, Friday, the Rutherford County Traffic Safety Task Force, uh, Murfreesboro Police, along with Tennessee uh, Highway Patrol, uh, teamed up for a uh, ticket, uh, click it or ticket uh, campaign. And um, there were quite a few violators, you know. Uh, They issued 77 citations for people not wearing a seatbelt. And that was the mission of this uh, particular operation. So uh, 24 people speeding, you know, 64 people violating the uh, hands-free uh, law. So there were quite a few, actually 234 citations issued uh, that particular day. So, uh, you know, people are uh, still, you know, ignoring these traffic laws, and that's the whole um the importance of trying to um, enforce these because, you know, it's proved to be uh, safety on the road, and that's the bottom line here. We want people to be safe and drive with care when they get behind the wheel. Very definitely. So if there was one example or one suggestion that any of you would like to offer somebody, uh, what would that be? Uh, What's the main thing to do to, to be safe this summer? Slow down and pay attention. Very good. That, that's a lot of wrecks would be prevented if people slowed down and then paid attention to road conditions, their surroundings, the, the signs and signals around them, and other traffic. Very good. Let me. I tell you what. I've got an idea here. I forgot we have a wireless mic. Let me hand that over to Larry there, and uh, everybody will have a microphone. We'll we'll see about getting now that we are past the pandemic. Uh, we'll we'll see about getting that other microphone uh, installed here. We have a phone call. Let's go to the phones. And, and Larry, I do think we have our third headphones down. Is it down there still? I see the box 
Maybe it's not. Okay, just the box is there. Okay. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you? What's your question about law and order? Hey, good morning, Bart, and uh, thank you, Chief, for uh, lending yourself to the community, taking time away from your important job. I have some concerns about some observations, and I'd like uh, your comment. It seems to me in the last couple of years that the uh, crime rate and the severity of the crime has increased in Murfreesboro. It seems like it's uh, reported almost uh, nightly about gun violence, about uh, shooting. And then last night uh, where a car wound up in, a, or the night before, I guess, uh, in a lady's yard. Um, I would like for you to uh, address your proactive approach. And I think I've asked you this question before, but what is your proactive acro- approach to uh, reducing crime in the Murfreesboro area? And I'll hang up and listen in again. Thank you. Thank you for calling. What, what about that? Well, Murfreesboro, no doubt, is a city in growth. And when we look at the growth of the city, naturally, as your population increases, your incidents uh, tend to rise with that. Uh, we constantly monitor uh, crime trends in our particular area. I know that this year, and I, I probably need to speak uh, more to that uh, a little bit later uh, in the year as we uh, go through the budget process, but I know that there are some uh, ideas that we have that we would like to uh, put in place involving uh, uh, addressing those high crime areas. Uh, when we look at uh, statistically where some of these incidents are happening, uh, they're pretty consistent over time. So I think our uh, our plan is to uh, put uh, not only just personnel resources, uh, but uh, technology in place and uh, having some uh, resources there to help us better uh, combat crime. Uh, I know that we have done some, uh, we have visited some uh, other agencies and looked at some models from other agencies involving uh, uh, real-time crime centers, things of that nature, and that's something that uh, that's, uh, that's got some viability. Is something that we want to look at. Uh, so uh, there again. Our analysts are providing us information. They're identifying those areas where these crimes are taking place. We are uh, finding ways to not only just allocate personnel, but to allocate technology uh, resources into those areas to help uh, combat it. And like I said, hopefully that's something uh, as time goes on that I'll be able to give more specific uh, information on as that develops. Okay, and he also asked about that uh, incident on Ewing Boulevard in which a, a person's car, I believe, for some reason, caught on fire. Yes, sir. There and uh, I don't, have, Larry. I think he's got the actual release on that. Yeah, it was actually on Leaf Avenue, not Ewing. Okay. Um, but that particular case is under investigation right now by a criminal investigation division detectives, and um, basically, uh, someone opened fire on a vehicle on Leaf Avenue. The vehicle uh, left the roadway, um, ended up stopping in the backyard of. A residence there and the vehicle somehow caught fire and uh, two of our officers um, I mean feverishly tried to save the woman they you know ended up uh, getting their fire extinguishers out of their vehicle and tried to put out the fire but the fire was so intense you know the door the door handle really hot so they could not open the door and save the woman that's the unfortunate part out of all of this but the actions of those officers, you know, are to be commended, you know, for attempting to save a life. Um, so once Murfreesboro Fire Rescue arrived on scene and they ended up uh, putting out the fire quickly, 
um, the uh, victim was removed from the vehicle and it was discovered that, you know, she had gunshot wounds and, um, you know, of course, an autopsy will be performed by the medical examiner's office to determine exactly how she died. Uh, unfortunate uh, incident and, you know, anytime anyone in our city loses their lives, uh, it, it's a tragedy. And, of course, you know, our hearts here at the police department go out to the family of that uh, that victim. And uh, we want the public to rest assured that our detectives will be, you know, investigating this and trying to get to the bottom of what happened and why it happened um, as soon as possible. Let's take another call. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? I'm close and scared. Okay. <laughs> well, Okay, here we go, people. <laughs> Let me give you all something about the wonderful town called Mothersboro, Tennessee. We do have some crime once in a while. Well, I think that comes <laughs> with growing. Here, here, let me answer the question okay. about crime and that growth. Okay. But is they going to start building houses in Middleborough Street? I, I don't think they're going to start building them or stop building them anywhere. I'll tell you what, everywhere you look, they're building and, and condo, oh, I'm not, not condos, apartments and apartments, and, and, and I bet the poor cows going to be living, I guess, where they going to, animals, I don't know where they going to live at, anybody know? Well, I, I, think, I think that's why we're seeing so many foxes and uh, <laughs> all these animals that used to be in the woods. The woods you know, are I gone. I a little wonderful church called Bradley Creek, and on the way out there, all the way back in town, ain't no telling what you might see, I forgot about you say a fox. How do a fox look, Brock? How do what again? A fox. How does a fox look like a little yeah, how dog? Do they, how do they look? I don't know one animal from another one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, they're coming growth, crime, and all this good old stuff you all talking about. That either you have it, either you your crime and your growth. Now you can't have one without another. We got the growth, and uh, yes, sir. I don't think we can put a wall around the city either. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, good luck, Mothersboro. <laughs> Thank you for Thank calling. You. you have a good day. And, Any Bart, comments? just kind of following up on that uh, previous caller, uh, the one prior to the last one, uh, TBI publishes a crime in Tennessee report. And I'd encourage everybody uh, that's, that's interested in uh, looking at uh, that type of information to uh, go to their website. And they do a, a city-by-city comparison throughout the state and just kind of – let you show the uh, trends statewide for certain types of crimes and just uh, how we compare to other cities of our size. So it's uh, something that's made available to the public. So I'd encourage. How, how do we compare? Pretty well. I, I, th- I think that we do. I think that we're on, we're in uh, probably in, in some cases on the on the better side. Uh, uh, so statistically, like I said, you know, as you grow, your your per your number of instances is going to go up with that growth. And, uh, Larry, you have some. Yeah, sure, Bart. If uh, anyone wants to um, to view that Tennessee crime and Tennessee uh, TBI crime in Tennessee report, we have the last five years on our webpage. Uh, only thing you have to do is go to www.murfreesboro.tn.gov forward slash police. Click on our department. There's a link to TBI crime in Tennessee report, and we have the last five years. On there, you just simply click on whatever year you want and view it. So, you know, our department is being transparent with, you know, having those numbers available for the public to see. Very good. Let's take another phone call. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Hello. I am good. Good. Uh, I have a two-part question. Okay. Uh, 
I'll start off with, it happened in Murfreesboro. Uh, it's vehicles parked on, on the street and also, uh, trailers, uh, that they haul lawnmowers. Is that illegal? And one, the last time it rained, uh, Rosemary County Sheriff pulled us over and told the, our driver that they needed to go to traffic school and they were taking their time because it was raining and what, and it was going around curves and, uh, we wasn't driving fast or nothing. Uh, but they said that we needed to go to traffic school and is that correct? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Thank you for calling. I have no. I, I, I need more specific. Yeah, it was the sheriff's department, so I don't know why they were stopped. What was done? If there was any enforcement action taken? If there's an enforcement action taken, then I think that they have the option of going to traffic school. He would probably need to talk directly with uh, the sheriff's department to kind of get. Uh, there's not enough factual information there for me to even make a, a comment. Do you pull people over for going too slow? There is a uh, provision in the law that allows you to do that. That's pr- pretty uncommon. Yeah, it's usually the other other way around. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty uncommon. But uh, you do need to check with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, and uh, they can help you out probably a, a little bit better on that one. Uh, I, I thought I had that phone number handy, uh, and I was going to share it with everybody. I don't uh, don't see it in my list of numbers all of a sudden. Uh, I, I would give it to you off my mind, but it would probably be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You? And, uh, you know, we'll uh, talk about some of these crime instances. I know this year, budgetarily, we've asked for more analysts. The big thing right now is hiring and policing right now and uh, just trying to keep staffing levels adequate. So we're trying to use the resources that we have the best that we can. So you'll see us really work on developing our our, our group of analysts uh, they're the individuals that sit down, they look at information, they look at the crime trends, and they are able to uh, point us in the uh, uh, right direction as far as resource deployment. So we'll continue to work on that. That was uh, one of the things that uh, uh, was pretty important to us this year. I know that Amy uh, uh, is uh, trying to get things fired back up at the police department with uh, post-COVID with some of the uh, – uh, things that we had to put on hold, CPA, thing, uh, things of that nature. So we'll continue to do that. The big thing that uh, uh, we are working on right now is, is currently hiring. So any listeners out there interested in a career in law enforcement, I'd encourage you to apply. Uh, we have uh, projected a few days uh, between the, now and uh, next year where we'll be doing hiring. Uh, I think we plan on bringing on a class uh, June 18th. So anybody that's interested or knows somebody that may be interested, I encourage you to to uh, seriously look at uh, career in law enforcement. Let's take another phone call. Good morning. You're on WGNS. We're talking about the Murfreesboro Police Department. How are you today? Fine. I'd like, I'd like to say... Uh, last month we had to move uh, my daughter because she just bought a house and this young man Josh Burkhart works for the city police department he got off from work and I wouldn't know the boy if he walked up in front of me right now come and help us move and I want to say thank you <clears throat> we, we've got some good officers here we really do thank you this boy wouldn't even know me probably if he seen me but he heard that we needed help moving and it was raining and i mean the boy just got off from work from the city police department 
and and he come and helped us move without pay, thank you or nothing. And I said, thank you, thank you. Well, find out what his name is and, and tell us here Josh at the radio station. Burkhart. Josh Burkhart. John. Josh. Josh, Josh Burkhart. Burkhart. He's one of our younger officers. And, you know, we yes, hear sir. stories like this fairly he often. He's a sweetheart. That's he's good to hear. things about some of the policemen, but I tell you what, the good overrides the bad. And if we had people out here that would give the police department the credit they need instead of putting them down and giving them the help they need, we would uh, have a better place to live. Thank you for sharing that story with us. Yeah, thank you. And I'd, I'd encourage any time you have a story like that, anyone, just uh, give us a call. Typically what we do is we send that to their supervisors, and they they put a, uh, a letter of appreciation in their files. And uh, I know that means a lot to uh, our staff members. And here at the radio station, we salute an officer uh, each week about uh, something that they've done that goes beyond and way beyond the call of duty. So. We've got a lot of great people here in the community. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? I'm fine. Uh, I have a problem. Okay. Uh, I have a son on the option and just up above me in the right-hand lane. They uh, sit these trailers out in the road, and you can't get by unless you go over in the left-hand lane. And I've called in, and uh, I haven't got it moved yet, and I wish somebody... Let's see that it's moved. Somebody's going to have a bad wreck out there on Phoenix Drive in Murfreesburg. Now, you said and these I are trailers that are in the road. Is, is it the trailers that say what speed you're going or what? They go off and leave the lightboard trailers that hook to truck. Oh, okay. Or cars. And okay. I've called in several times and it hadn't been moved yet. What they street? They just park them there and you can't get around. What street did you say it's on? It's going Scenic Drive in Murfreesburg. Scenic Drive. Uh-huh, and I appreciate the police officers so much. I try to drive the speed limit and do what I'm supposed to do, and I appreciate them. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for calling. Well, that, that report is in now. Uh, they just put it in. And once again, I encourage if you have any type of traffic issue, uh, parking issues, to give us a call. Uh we're not always able to do something just based on uh, the way the uh, ordinances or laws may be written, but it's definitely not a waste of our time to go out there and at least look for you. And I think the previous caller had, uh, uh, I don't think we ever answered the second part of his question. He was asking about parking issues. So if you're still listening, I just encourage you to call the police department. Uh, typically, Captain Ginsmer, who uh, heads our uh, traffic and special services section he's uh, uh, tasked with uh, uh, taking these uh, complaints and uh, sending them to the appropriate supervisors to look at so i'd encourage to uh, uh, give him a call shoot him an email and uh, he's on our website and uh, just uh, let him know what your concerns on and uh, he's pretty responsive also for the person who called with a question dealing about being encouraged to go to driving school by the sheriff's office uh, larry was kind enough to find the sheriff's number and that is 898-7774. Of course, 615 area code 898-7774. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Good morning. Hi. Good morning. On Old Fort, on old Fort Park, I'm telling you, uh, they got a racetrack down through there. They need to check that out at night. 
Hmm. Well, we got a lot of racetracks around here, I think. <laughs> I mean, they tote the mail. That's Thank a, you. That's a wide road and uh, straight, so I guess it, it would you. encourage people. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. What time do you notice most of that? Are you still there? Okay, I guess not. But, uh, have, have you heard reports of people speeding on Old Fort Parkway? There there are, and I, I think that uh, typically you'll see, uh, I, I drive through there frequently and see enforcement out there. Uh, so I know that uh, it's one of the areas that we try to do as much enforcement as we can on, and I think that uh, uh, Captain Gizmer has identified that as area, uh, one of the areas where we see uh, quite a few wrecks, and uh, that's typically how we try to uh, uh, distribute our resources as look at the areas where we're having the uh, biggest crash concerns and trying to put them in those areas to hopefully have an impact on that. Our number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, check on the traffic, weather, and see what's happening out there. We'll be right back. We're talking law and order this morning about the Murfreesboro Police Department. We do have a line open for you, 615-893-1450. We'll be back. We bring people to know you, and you know them. People like Truman Jones. Weekday mornings at 9, only on WGNS, AM, AM, FM, FM, online. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. When it's getting cold outside and you don't want to really get out of your car, Demas's has now started a curbside service. So you can order online, put your make and model of your car into the website, and when the food is ready, we will bring it out to your car, and therefore you can still be in your pajamas and come and get lunch and go back to your home if you want to curbside service. It's just another level of service of which we are trying to provide the residents of Murfreesboro. Visit us online at DemasRestaurants.com. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. If you have dreamed of a tranquil garden pond as your oasis, come see us at Animal City. We carry all the supplies you need to start a garden pond or maintain the one you already own. Here at Animal City, we have everything you need to start your own garden pond. Come see us and let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. You can find Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who fought in the Vietnam War. We're talking with Russell Ashton. When did you serve in the military? What branch and all of that? United States Army. I went in in 1967, and I got out in November of 1969. And my last service was over in Vietnam. I'm just uh, glad to be here. What was it like when you first went in? I was just a little country boy, just got out of high school, and your uncle called me and said, get on a Greyhound bus and go to Nashville, you know. I mean, I was frightened. 
I guess uh, that might be good for some people. That, that might get them closer to God to go to war. Were you in the thick of everything? I was with the 173rd Airborne Brigade. I guess you could say we were doing our share. I made 17 jumps out of the airplanes and stuff. Of course, those old TTN shoots that we had back then, buddy, you just crashed and burned. That's all it was. I mean, you hit the ground. A lot of times I think that could be a lot of my hearing problem because you jump out of a plane that's got the props or I jumped out of the C-141. That's the jet. That's a lot of noise just to walk in. Too. Was that scary jumping out of those planes? Uh, 18 years old. What do you call it? Five foot ten and bulletproof. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran-owned. Fast and available 24-7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Good morning. Still some traffic coming down the interstate here on 24 as we check it out live here at 840. Give yourself extra time out here. We've seen some radar not only on 840 but 24 as well coming in from Manchester. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the upper 70s. South winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. We are back again. And if you have questions dealing with law and order here in the heart of Tennessee, give us a shout, 615-893-1450. Visiting with us this morning, the chief of the Murfreesboro Police Department, Michael Bowen. Sergeant Amy Denton is here, and Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. We were talking during the break, and there was a a date that I didn't realize I, the police department used to be right next to WGNS. You talk about good neighbors. Boy, they were good neighbors. And you often don't realize how much you miss somebody until your neighbor moves away. And uh, it has been how many years now, Michael, since, since you moved away? Going on three years. Time flies. It does. I tell you. It does. Uh, seems like yesterday we were having a conversation about getting ready to move in and uh, but uh, we've been uh, blessed with the uh, opportunity to relocate into that new facility. It's uh, it's helped us in so many ways uh, with uh, uh, being able to pri- provide uh, services for the community and our staff. So uh, we're very fortunate in that aspect. And I know that uh, the facility offers an opportunity, a place for people to exchange. Uh, if you're selling something, you can go to the parking lot. It's all on surveillance cameras if you're changing children uh, through court orders or what have you you can do that in the parking lot that's correct that front parking lot in front of the police department you'll see signage out there uh and you don't have to uh, park in those particular parking places if they're full just in that front parking area and i see a lot of people using it and it's uh it's encouraging to see that and knowing that you're providing a uh, safe uh, option for people to uh 
do their internet sales or like you said child custody exchanges things of that nature and don't forget inside the lobby if you have a prescription job uh, drugs that you need to dispose of instead of throwing them in the trash or flushing them down the toilet we have a uh, drop box just specifically for Pres- uh, prescription drugs that are no longer needed just bring them in you can drop them in there uh, you don't have to talk to anybody you just uh, take care of it all by yourself so yeah you definitely don't want to leave those around if you have children or grandchildren uh, they can get a hold of the wrong medicine it could be very dangerous for yeah them. let's take another phone call good morning you're on wgns how are you this morning Got a, got a, got a, got a, got a problem. Got a big, big problem. Let okay. me tell you something. Growth is great. Growth is great. But you need to know how to grow. Let me tell you all something that's really crazy and more crazy. The train company. You know the thing go woo, woo, woo. Okay. Brought. And to, to you guess, and a lot of people in the churches are complaining about this. They're blocking both exits down. And I know the emergency services mm-hmm. between Mothersburg and Serrano. They're blocking both of those exits too often. Do you all know what I'm talking about? Sure. Old National Highway. Well, and we, they do block yes, roadways. They bl- you, you, they're, they're blocking down these things too often. And let me give you something else. Hold it right there. Okay, why would you build a house and your mailbox is on the, old, the, on the other side of the road? I'm thinking about the elderly people now. That's very dangerous if your mailbox is on the other side of the street, and why is the mail company driving these big old mail trucks on the old Nashville Highway? Do you all know how dangerous this is? And they're stopping every other mailbox. Well, a narrow road, it does present yes, some challenges. That is super dangerous. Yeah. Not sure what, what could be done about it, but uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for calling. Yes, Let, let's see what we can do. on the old road. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, it is. It is. It is. But there's not a whole lot that can be done. I'm not sure there's... Now, I, I have noticed some mailboxes sometimes where there's several in a row, especially on the opposite side of the road, and this is... It's mostly in rural areas. Do we have it in the city? Very few that I can think of, and the reason for that is for the, the rural mail carriers' routes, so they don't go on the same road both directions. Yeah, uh, okay. They can cover okay. a lot more territory if everybody's mailbox is on the same side of the road. Um, I think you may can write the Postal Service and ask them if you could move your mailbox, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, or maybe get a post office box if you don't want your mail across the road. Um, you know, that's that's one of those that's we recognize it's a, a dangerous thing, but it's that's kind of out of our hands. As far as a mail carrier in a post office truck driving down the road, I'm not sure there's an answer to that. I don't. I mean, you, again, w- that'd be the post office, <laughs> uh, and a lot of the rural route carriers, um, they own the vehicle that they drive and kind of contract with the postal service. So, I don't know what the post office's rules are on what kind of vehicle they can drive or can't drive. Now, and I, this he didn't realize it, but he brought up really another question too that uh, is being dealt with right now locally and that is uh, debris and because we, we put lawn clippings and tree branches and stuff in the street and I think they're about to change some of the ways that is being done because that's creating traffic problems. They have always asked that you not put it on the roadway. You put it at the edge of your yard um, and that's that's for 
you know, traffic issues and for the, the storm drains to stay clear. If you put a pile of grass out in the road, if it rains, at least some of it washes in the storm gutters. So um, put it at the edge of your yard, not in the road. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you this morning? We are good this morning, Bart. And good. how are you all doing? Doing great. Thank you for calling. Good morning. And thank you, sir, for taking the call. And good morning, uh, officers and chief. Um, I, Bart, I have this question, and it's a two-part question, really. I'm understanding, uh, I heard him saying a while ago that the city is hiring in, in positions of officers and enforcement. Um, is this due to uh, some of the violence across the nation that's been taking place with the shootings? And, uh, I mean, has it affected morale that much in the force? And uh, are, are, are you seeing a lot of officers now... You know, seeing a lot of turnover due to this. And the second part of that, in dealing with all of this, is there special trainers being brought in to uh, to train the officers in these cases? Because, I mean, eventually, uh, as time passes, you're going to see these things happen in Murfreesboro. Um, and, and what are we doing to, to combat that? And, and I'll hang up and listen. I hope you understood the question. Yeah, very good. Thank you for Thank sharing you. that. Uh, what about that, Chief Bowen? I think that uh, just looking, uh, not just locally but nationally, I think hiring is a challenge for most agencies. Uh, I think you'll see that a lot of the applicants that we receive right now uh, are from uh, other states uh, wanting to relocate to uh, Tennessee. Uh, so I think that uh, it's not just specific to this area. I think that just uh, just with a lot of the things going on nationally, I mean, if we're being honest, are, are, are causing some people to really question whether or not they want a career in law enforcement. And that's understandable. I can tell you this, that uh, just seeing what we do as an agency day in, day out, uh, uh, there's a lot of good being done and uh, proud of the staff that we have at the, uh, at the police department. And uh, I just uh, have to say to anybody that's interested in working here, you'd be part of a great team uh, of people and that love their community and, and really want to do what's best for their community. I know that uh, as we continue to hire, uh, you have to look at it uh, two different ways. Uh, we have a large number of openings right now, but you have to look at that. Uh, the city council allocated 19 new positions last fall. So we still have to fill those positions. So not all of it was to, due to attrition. Uh, some of it was due to addition of new positions. And, of course, we've asked for uh, a few more positions this year. Uh, we didn't ask for uh, a, a large number of positions this year, but we did ask for to add a couple to our investigative staff. So uh, that still has to be uh, approved in the budget. I can tell you that uh, we're pretty uh, when we look at hiring other law enforcement officers from uh, other agencies, we try to uh, we tried to shorten that process to where we can uh, bring them on board quicker. But at the same time, we're pretty uh, specific to uh, uh, we want to make sure that uh, we're bringing in uh, the best candidates for these jobs and that we're not just filling seats. So that we're very conscientious about that. So, well, with a brand new officer who's just starting out needing training, what have you? What kind of salaries are they looking at? Right now, uh, uh, 40... 44... I want to say 44,600... Yeah. It's just short of 45, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, now, the second part of that question, I didn't quite get that as far as the training, bringing in people for training, so you might want to clarify that one for me. Okay. Uh, as far as bringing in people from other 
facilities uh, who are already officers. Uh, do you do you want to? Would would you prefer starting with uh, officers from fresh? Uh, or do you? Because uh, you sometimes have to change old habits if they get other places. Yeah, I, th- I think I think there's benefits to both. I think that just having a blend of new hires and uh, laterals, it's it's always a uh, it's not a negative thing. Uh, of course, the the we're able to bring uh, certified officers on board uh, quicker, and we're able to shorten that uh, process. They don't have to go through the full academy. They may they basically go through a transition school. So that helps in a lot of aspects. Uh, but uh, either way, either way, uh, there's a lot to be said because there's a lot of uh, individuals at the police department that are just uh, individuals who went to high school here, went to college here, and graduated and became police officers with no prior experience that have been uh, just uh, great staff members for us. So so either way is good. And, of course, they know the community. And they, 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 know do. they do. They do. They do. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to take our final break. We will be right back. Stay with us. This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Throughout the years, our number one goal has been to accurately assess your HVAC and plumbing systems. With four locations in Middle Tennessee, we provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. RoscoeBrown.com. RoscoeBrown.com. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the upper 70s. South winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63. Welcome back. Our number is 615 893 1450. And, Amy, we, uh, you had something you wanted to add. I think that's it's very important. Well, the chief was talking about, you know, uh, officers from other departments wanting to come here. Um, I'm kind of on the recruiting team and field some of those phone calls, and I've talked to officers from uh, several other states that, that want to come here, and I'll just ask them, why, why do you want to come here? Well, because y'all are ahead of the curve on a lot of things. They've researched the department. Um, and my office is down the hall from the training division. And last year when uh, when the governors were tasked by the president to look at policing policies and training, um, I can't really think of very much. We changed in our training because we were already doing everything that they wanted us to change to. Um, we already have de-escalation training. We have, you know, alternate methods, you know, besides our, our handguns. You know, we, our officers have... 30 pounds of gear, and a lot of that is to give them options. Um, so we're already ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Um, and, you know, if somebody wants to uh, 
see how the department works and all that kind of stuff, come through our Citizens Academy. Um, that's you know, a great that's, program. That's a perfect way to get to talk to officers from all over the department, all different divisions, ask all those questions, um, and then uh, and get to see um, the relationship between our officers and the community. Um, last year, when a lot of departments nationwide were dealing with riots and, and horrible situations, our community was hauling uh, food and drink into our officers and, and you know, writing letters and um, taking pictures of them out helping people with, you know, broken down cars and all this. We well, were like the call just a little yes, while ago about yes. the officer taking off to help a family helping move. Helping somebody move, yeah. We, uh, we were inundated the last half of 2020 with, um, and I get picked on a little bit, with um, our community loving on our officers. Um, but that's because I've been around for 24 years now, and for that amount of time, Chief Bowen and all the way back through Chief Christman and even Commissioner Jones worked with the community to solve problems and, and to see what needed to be done. So we've built a layer of trust with our community. Our community feels like they know us, and the Citizens Academy is one more, one more way to come in and get to know us, and you get to ride with an officer. Mm-hmm. So you get to see how... Now, when is that coming up? We'll be starting in August, so if anybody wants in, uh, they need to contact me pretty soon because... Class um, fills up fast. Class right? is filling up fast, and I have people that have been waiting since uh, last year um, for that. Um, so Citizens Police Academy. Citizens Police Academy in August, and is yes. there a charge for that? No. Okay. No. So no. Just ask that you commit your time. <laughs> um, we also, you know, we offer the Rad Women Self Defense classes. We'll get those back up and running uh, probably late summer. Let everybody get vacations out of their system. Um, our SROs do the Rad Kids Summer Camps that teaches kids self-defense and just safety in general. Um, so those are those will be coming in late July. Um, so we do what we can to help the community to prevent stuff um, or to know what to do if something does happen. There's sort of a spirit of friendship between the police and the community. Larry? Yes. And, and just to piggyback on what Amy said, if anyone wants to fill out an application, we have all that stuff on our webpage, www.murfreesboro.tn.gov forward slash police, and click on the community engagement page, and you'll, and you'll be able to get to those applications to apply. Okay. We have about a minute and a half left in the program, and I don't want to leave anything out. Uh, Chief, have you covered everything, or is there something that you'd like to sort of focus on a little bit more? Larry, Amy, any of any of you have anything? If anybody has not gone to our webpage in the past three or four months, go look at it. Um, it it's an Internet rabbit hole that you'll go down, but you will learn more. Larry has done a whole revamp on it, and there's more information on there about the department, different pieces of the department. Uh, the recruiting page has a lot of information, even a video about the physical agility courses on there. So, um, you know, it's a rainy day. If you're playing around on the Internet, go on the web page and, and look. It, yeah. And look, yeah. It, it's full of great information. And definitely if you have any questions or concerns about issues in your uh, neighborhood or just have some uh, general questions that you need to ask, please don't hesitate to call us. That's why we're there. We do not mind uh helping out in any way we can even if it's just uh, simply providing information so uh, don't ever be discouraged from picking up the phone and calling us and larry you had mentioned on the website is the crime statistics about neighborhoods oh yeah we have crime mapping uh so if you go to our home page uh just click on the crime mapping icon you can 
find out um, what crimes may be happening in your neighborhood. Okay, and if you're moving to another neighborhood, it's a good way to check out if that's a, a good move for you or It not. definitely is. <laughs> well, we thank you all for joining us this morning. We have been learning about uh, what's happening in our community. Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen, our guest, Sergeant Amy Denton, and Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. Not only do we thank you for joining us, but thank you for all that you do to keep our community safe. Stay with us. Truman is next right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS Murfreesboro. Hey, have a super day. We'll see you tomorrow.